Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have commemorating today two Syrians, Ephraim and Isaac. Ephraim, the Syrian, is considered to be one of the great uh, ascetical writers of the church. And as you heard in his Traparium, uh, he is greatly, greatly valued because of the tears in which he watered at the desert, but also the tears which he brings in compunction from his writings. The Orthodox world we tend to kind of think of as, um, when we think of the ancient church, we think of Latin and Greek-speaking church. And we tend to forget about a very large swath of the early church uh, were Semitic Christians. They were uh, spoke Syriac, and there's variations of East and Western Syriac. Uh, later in church history, a few hundred years, uh, there is disagreements, and then there's a break of communion. But there is, even to this day, uh, Syriac Christians, some of them who are in communion with uh, Chalcedonian or Greek Orthodox, but there are still Syrian-speaking, uh, Syriac-speaking, they do their liturgies in Syriac, Western or Eastern variants. And so there is a whole treasure trove of fathers that are, some of it was translated to Greek, but not all of it. And Ephraim stands as one of the early uh, trumpets, the early fountains of theology for the Syriac-speaking Christianity. Syriac, so this is a Semitic language, so it's close to Aramaic, it's close to Hebrew. And so there's a lot in uh, the worldview of Ephraim. Uh, he thinks and speaks and is close to uh, Hebraic thinking, not to put a huge chasm between uh, Hellenistic thinking and Hebraic thinking, but he is able to read scripture uh, in a fascinatingly beautiful and um, complete way, in ways that he approaches the text that we're probably so used to when we think of theology. Maybe some of us are not burdened with the weight of systematic texts, but we tend to think of theology as kind of, you start with premise one, then you work your way to two, and then three, and it just kind of, it's like a system, like the great citadel or uh, cathedral of thought that we kind of go into and we kind of admire certain aspects of the system. This is a later phenomenon. Early Christianity, especially with Ephraim, it's poetry. And what he writes doesn't mean that there's not discursive thinking involved in it, but when he writes the hymns of paradise or when he writes in this form, it is able, I think, in many ways better to capture uh, most of the, more of the genres of scripture than what you get in later where we are comparing and contrasting what does Genesis say, what does First Kings say, what does you know, Samuel, how do we make this all jive together uh, the, the way in which he makes all of that sing together is a lot more image-based. It's not just about ideas, but it's when he thinks of a tree, he sees tree in Genesis. He sees then this tree goes all the way up to the cross of our Lord, and, and it goes then to the book of Revelation, and it can go, you know, 
to the oak of Mamre, where uh, Abraham uh, was hospitable to the three angelic visitors, or God himself. So we have, um, with Ephraim, he takes all of these images and he makes them sing for us. He makes them also uh, able to then penetrate into the depths of our hearts. So he's penetrated the depths of scripture in his understanding and his hymnody, but he also then is able to plumb the depths of our hearts to show us the places that darkness is still uh, has its hold and the ways in which we need to turn in repentance to our Lord. Ephraim and Isaac uh, are both highly valued, especially in monastic circles. Isaac, to shift away from Ephraim, Isaac uh, was more of a solitary. Uh, Ephraim would, uh, he would go around and actually put some of his uh, hymnody, actually have a group of women sing his hymns uh, for people to be able to be uh, encouraged by, and they would have communities that they would sing the, the hymns that he wrote. Isaac was, even though he's known as a bishop, from what I recall, he didn't serve very long as a bishop and was very not interested in the administrative side of things. Uh, you'll note that this is actually a theme in many of the fathers. Gregory the Theologian is another one of these where he basically said, you know, I just want to basically write my poetry and contemplate God. I really don't want to have anything to do with the Synod of Bishops and, like, all of that stuff in the, the uh, capital. So please leave me out of it. Um, Isaac is the same where he flees, and we have the ascetical homilies of Isaac. And this is one of the great treasures of uh, the church. Something to be read with some guidance, but something also that has... Uh, great insights into uh, the depths of God's love and mercy for us, but also the depths of repentance that we need uh, to seek out with humility and reliance fully upon the grace of God. So we commemorate two uh, Syrian um, fathers of the church who shone forth in the ascetic life, who left us great theological works uh, to help us in our path towards God. So may they intercede for us, may their works encourage us to a deeper repentance and a greater joy that we find in the Father and in the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.